hey guys uh welcome to on the record the show where we get to know the music and the life and stories behind them uh i'm your host musician and music nerd charlie john today's guests are um the first time i met these people really is nick hollander and zach medlin of blue is it blue or blue collective first question uh, that that's a loaded question i don't that feel comfortable uh, the artist will just go by blue yeah, yeah okay yeah cool because the collective is the larger picture yeah <laughs> i saw that i saw that you guys like you bring in other musicians and have them work on your stuff with you and i thought that was really yeah, cool for sure um yeah. but yeah thank you for doing this i really appreciate it i found you guys on tiktok i'm sure i'm not the ones the first one to say that but uh <laughs> yeah that's so cool to hear right <laughs> I know, what a isn't I feel weird? like we found you on TikTok too, though. <laughs> Maybe. Which where are you based in? I'm uh, right now. I'm in um, I'm in Fort Mitchell, Kentucky. So it's kind of weird. Kentucky. Yeah. We're talking to you, and you're in Kentucky right I now. I know. And you what? guys are in in Tampa Bay, right? Yes, yeah. we are. Nice. Uh, there's a cat behind me. I'm um, a big fan. <laughs> yeah. So I got loads of questions here. Uh, this is episode seven of of on the record uh thank you guys for doing this i really appreciate it it takes a lot to come on and do a show with a stranger and uh i actually was listening to your music and i'm, I'm very interested in in what you guys have out you guys have a couple songs out now right yeah it's, it's just two at the moment but well we'll get into a little bit of that later but how did you guys come up with the idea the idea to bring in other writers and producers is really cool that's a really awesome idea how did you guys yeah. come, up, come up with the name blue um well blue that's actually it's a long story a long story yeah give a little give a little back it. so it's kind of kind of both why we want to do a collective and also why the name is blue um we grew up in olympia washington so like literally a diagonal line across the country from yeah, where yeah. we are right now um and we have uh like a group of friends i was in a high school band and one of our friends aiden who's actually featured on our second single uh lives at this house that we all called the blue house it was kind of like i feel like every friend group had like a hangout spot yeah that, was that like friend's one of house the friends houses chill you can always go to yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so we affectionately called it the blue house and then uh that was kind of like the spot during high school and we would literally play shows we were in like a pop punk band and we'd play shows in olympia and then like literally almost every single person that was at our show would come over to the house afterward oh, cool. and we'd just hang out. Um, and it was like, it was honestly super wholesome. I feel like most of the time house parties yeah. are like, you think of like drugs and alcohol Kays, going yeah. on right. and we were just like, literally at Very one point encouraging. they were Very... swing dancing in the, like they moved <laughs> the furniture out of the living room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, swing yeah. Dancing. Um, and That's so funny. it, it was kind of like, that was how it was when we were growing up. And then uh, as we uh, kind of, you know, got into our 20s, we ended up, uh, Aiden's family moved out of uh, the area and wanted to rent the house out. And uh, Aiden was like, well, I could, I want to stay here. Mm -hmm. um, what if like me and a couple of the guys rented it? And so um, Aiden, myself, Nick, and then our good friend, uh, Elijah Wheeler, who actually also is a musician um and my wife at the time and well, his wife yeah. currently she is my wife for okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and my wife <laughs> and also yeah. moved in there with oh, me cool. yeah, so, so we yeah. are all sharing this four bedroom and we're all musicians and, and artists right. and um so we kind of were like there was always music going on always always something um, always people yeah. over 
and it just kind of inspired us to be like this is like we're really glad that we've had this you know like yeah, the environment yeah. of um like the blue house mm-hmm. and, and we kind of wanted to take that into like the spirit of that into yeah into you know nick and i moved across the country um but we still are super connected with them um, right. and kind of building partnerships out here yeah. but also still like i'm sure we'll end up back in the pacific northwest at some point and yeah. uh with working with all of those people um actually i mentioned uh Eli uh, Elijah Wheeler Eli Jonathan is his uh, like stage name sick stuff like um, legit if anyone's listening that's looking for music like ours uh, he has I think three or four EPs out and several yeah. singles and it's uh, his stuff is fantastic so yeah. I highly recommend checking him out um, but yeah that, that's kind of like what inspired us hmm. to do blue and and yeah we just want to make it to in the future like build kind of a collective yeah. out of it eventually aiden will put out more of his own stuff and i right. want to partner with him on that um and we'll, we each individually have our own like solo projects that we're yeah. working on that oh, we also cool. want to so we kind of like we're like blue is like the center of it and then we right. want to build like stuff around yeah. it you know blue house yeah. is almost like a we, I, we like to think of it as like a, a sitcom uh-huh. where there's different seasons of blue house sitcom yeah um and then yeah blue was our kind of take on on the the whole premise of of collaboration and blue dot collective is the bigger piece of uh we just collaboration organic collaboration and just yeah I feel like your best stuff comes when you are with people that you love and yeah. enjoy and have fun with yeah and uh, that's what makes yeah. really good music not Absolutely. that you can't make good music by yourself but it's just no more fun I, it's something it, i think a lot of people work, try to <clears throat> do that. I mean, I, I'm, I'm working now on trying to collaborate, you know, cause I've been writing and doing all this stuff for 12 plus years. I mean, yeah. um, I learned for how to do this for my dad. You know what I mean? Like he's an audio engineer and producer and songwriter and all that oh, stuff. And, and, uh, but I'm very much in the pop singer songwriter world. Mm-hmm. And this kind of gets to one of my questions. And there's a, like a, there's a structure to that when I'm, when I'm sitting down to write something, you guys are very much crossover and there's a lot of different <laughs> genres in there. And you mentioned like <laughs> pop punk early on. Like, did you guys yeah. start with different genres and just kind of blend them all together? Or are these just kind of like <laughs> what it's just what you love? Well, I was never in the pop punk scene. <laughs> no, for he, clarity. Yeah. Uh, that was more so Zach and, and their band, Zach. the straws, which yeah. was sick. I would do, uh, I would occasionally hop up and do covers with them because we we're all friends at the time, but I wasn't like a part of the band. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is definitely, uh, it's a piece of what we, all of us love. We're, we're, it's like a, a fusion. And we try to say, it's easy to like plan out, all right, we're going to be within this genre. We're going to do it like this. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we decided to, to take the, the straps off, take the bearings off and mm-hmm. just go, what do we love? And that's yeah. also why we're able to do our own solo stuff that we're working on. Because mm-hmm. we can, I mean, we're going to touch a little bit of everything almost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm sure it's it, like, I love it creatively because like, I like being able to just sit down and be like, what if we did this? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sure like, as far as uh, if we were to have, um, like we do have someone that does management for us, but if we were to have someone that does like marketing for us, they'd be like, you guys are doing it the absolute worst way <laughs> but uh and we, we are <laughs> we kind of like it like i guess like uh nick and i took the big risk of like moving across the country and and we oh geez we exclusively did um 
music for the first couple months we were here and now yeah uh, we're still doing we play at uh, like on the beach out here and different restaurants and stuff and a couple of private events but hmm. um we also have jobs and our wives have jobs obviously and yeah it takes the pressure of we have to mm. you know by this time be making this amount of money right. or whatever um and i definitely i used to work for um a church before uh we moved and, and started blue and that's definitely one of those things that's within like we i did an album with the church and it was like it has yeah. to be within these bounds you know um, and I think Nick and I, we have like eclectic tastes, yeah. Um, yeah. as well as the people we make music with. So it's nice to be like, what, do, like, what do we want to do today? You know, and which I'm reminded the how a lot of this started after we had figured out the name, Zach and I would every single day, we would send each other a song or two that would like inspire us that day. Yeah. And we made a playlist out of that. And I feel like that kind of organically built the different styles and stuff because we've got a whole like notebook of songs that we're working on that haven't been released yet that are all they're starting to be find its own thing but it's almost a a genre in and of its own Hmm. yeah i think right now obviously we have like two two points that are very different yeah one is very laid back like lo-fi uh, kind of chill almost hop. lo-fi yeah. chill hoppy it's and then one cool. is one is like lawrence yeah. like yeah. high energy horns uh you rapping our other friend rapping and and um and that was like a lot of fun to make and then we have other ones that are similar to that but also different and then we have other songs that are more um kind of in like the r&b yeah um like uh, the one we yeah i mean i i really just i just want to stop because you mentioned one of my favorite bands uh you said lawrence god damn it man i've been on those guys for for a a couple years now and yeah um holy shit i love them so much they're They're amazing they're uh like so inspiring yeah they're popping off right now too yeah um they're in like a microsoft commercial and what? they're on uh yeah they yeah one of their big songs is in microsoft they're on john bellion's record label yeah like, uh, I, that I, makes sense the last i think couple singles and then this last album they did they were working with john bellion so i think that's really what started a lot of it but yeah yeah homegirl's voice <clears throat> bro oh, yeah. the range that it's she ridiculous. has I'm yeah. like, my goodness. I really love that, like, uh, what's it called? Like, soul pop. Yeah. Like, kind of genre of music right now. Yeah. Um, I'm you sure. You guys we'll, are in there, man. Yeah, I'm sure we'll do more endeavors into that um, uh, because we, we've started to meet some really great musicians out yeah. here. Um, and so, yeah, I, I'm excited to kind of explore that as well. How often are you guys um, playing out nowadays? Like, going out and. We do a show or two a week right yeah. now. Cool. Yeah. About. Um, well, we're just picking up again because uh, Nick just had a baby. Yes. Oh, I just wow, had a baby congrats. girl. Yeah. 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 So Congratulations, I took, man. Thank you. I tried to take January off, but yeah. I didn't. Oh, yeah. So it took really like maybe three weeks. <laughs> it took maybe three weeks. And then we just, I haven't had time to like record a whole lot. Yeah. Right, so right. It's been much more live shows and like, future planning than mm-hmm. than recording and writing lately but yeah we're playing live shows a lot and we're doing it's it's mainly cover stuff yeah um and we're doing like four hour sets 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. hey man, so, like, I do them too. People pays, pay for so. that. People pay <laughs> people for that. Pay stuff. I mean, I'm especially in, in Florida, like, and we grew up, like I said, we grew up in Washington State, and there's not yeah. really. I mean, like maybe in Seattle, like the bigger cities, there's a little bit of a scene for it, but we didn't really know yeah. anything about that whole scene until we got out here, and it's like mm-hmm. you walk down the street in like Tampa or Clearwater Beach or St. Pete. And yeah. there's live music like every couple different bands at man. each spot. Yeah. yeah. And different and styles that, at each spot. Yeah. I mean, that's where I'm at too. I play once or twice a week, but it's, it's mostly weddings now, honestly. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> like, that's kind of what we're trying to get into. Yeah. Weddings and private, private events and all that stuff. And yeah, people, people love that stuff, man. Yeah. I feel like there is an unknown world. And I think like, especially in the, when you're in like the artist community, yeah like people like to not acknowledge that side of the i know yeah um but it like and every time i tell people we do it there's like always mixed responses of like some people are like yeah but you're not playing your own stuff or something along those lines and it's like dude i love all the songs we play like we play <laughs> know, yeah. Green, we yeah, play yeah, yeah. Picking, like bad. Yeah, i'm like, picking music i want to play you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah. like yeah, yeah. and most people don't really play their own stuff yeah and, yeah. and so i like i have no qualms about yeah. it i'm i'm just as excited about yeah. like the live stuff the wedding stuff as i am about our original stuff so well, you could Definitely. sneak in some of your original stuff too. I mean, exactly, you know, there's yeah. no rules against that. Like, yeah, yeah we, we do that. We got to start releasing songs that are a little bit easier to perform live. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, we I mean, so it's just you guys. Do you guys have like a uh, other other parts of your band, or is it yeah, just you guys? We, out here, we play. Uh, usually, we either do a duo. Um, or so a duo with me playing acoustic guitar and then I use an Ableton push um, to oh, do okay. looping. Yeah, cool. it's a lot of fun. It's really cool. And sometimes we use like, we haven't used tracks with the duo, but we do like drum loops or whatever okay. sometimes. Um, and then, yeah, I'll like record like, you know, the acoustic guitar. And then instead of like, I'll usually record like a bass line and then yeah. i literally just go in ableton and i pitch it down 12 steps and yeah. have a bass amp on it it sounds it really actually good. when it kicks in people don't expect yeah, yeah, it yeah. you see an acoustic guitar <laughs> no, people don't like you know, uh there's this artist that i love and he he does everything by himself his name is jack garrett uh you guys should yeah, check him out he's he does he's, he's a one-man band he does all that yeah. stuff he does live looping he's a, he's a phenomenal guitar uh, player um but he's he won the brits i think a, oh like, dang a couple years ago Okay. Um, but also, I was going to ask if you guys, do you guys know Alan Stone? He's from Washington. Oh, yeah, you guys know him? God. Oh. Uh, seen him live a couple times. And, oh, and he's fantastic. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. shocked me when, when I heard him before I saw him? Uh, you know, me he, too. You <laughs> hear him, you're like, man, this <laughs> guy. Too. And it's a, and he's Is got red Stevie? hair. It's curly. It's down. And you're like, yeah. I did not expect that. <laughs> it's funny because he looks like another singer. I don't know if you know anything about like the worship music world, but he looks like a singer in the worship music world that I like. I don't like him. That's <laughs> He's funny. Just a very like <laughs> right wing political dude. And, like, yeah, so every time I think, I think like of Alan Stone, and I also think of that guy. It's a very yeah. Weird no, my 
my parents literally turned me on to him because they they're like this guy sounds like stevie like he literally yeah. he, he sounds like stevie wonder but we i met him uh me and my my now wife went to like nashville he did like a surprise show in nashville and then we oh, talked to so him cool. at, after the show and like took pictures and hugged him he's like the nicest guy in the world yeah we do but we do yeah. a, a duo um, we've been lately been playing a lot of shows uh, with the drummers, so yeah. we'll do a trio, yeah, yeah. and I'll just play um, electric. And I have uh, a boss like I forgot the name of the pedal, but it's it's basically like um, an octaver, like it adds an octave below oh, what yeah, I'm playing. Yeah. And Nick just sings, and then he'll hop on tambourine or shaker or bongos, and yeah, we yeah. just I go in on those bongos, like jamming the three of us. Yeah, <laughs> so you guys both. <laughs> uh sorry go ahead what were you saying oh yeah i was just saying then we also do like we just played a private event where we did that trio and then we added a sax player and that was a lot of fun oh wow cool yeah. so you guys like mix mix and match and you, you can call people yeah if you yeah want we on the need. we've got a, another uh keyboardist that we'll play with sometimes yeah. as well yeah. we'll do a four piece uh yeah we're hoping to work with a, another a female vocalist in the near oh, cool. future for to do like some more private type stuff yeah, so like we're still leaving six piece as we meet people we, we yeah. build out yeah yeah definitely so you guys do you guys both do uh singing and producing and, and all that stuff or, or who does more of what yeah uh, definitely i would say nick is more of like the singer um yeah and then like i'm more of the producer but when we first moved out here we actually lived in the same house and we had, it was a three bedroom. So we had one of the bedrooms set aside as a studio. Mm -hmm. nice. And we would take turns late at night. <laughs> I'd be in nice. there, it'd be like two in the morning and he'd come creeping. He's like, oh, I was gonna, I was gonna produce for a second. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be done in like 20 minutes. So we have a That's lot of ideas. demos. Actually, a lot of the demos we're working out right now are like stuff we started there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I feel like Right now, you haven't done a lot of production lately just because, um, you know, you have a kid or whatever. Got a baby and uh, I yeah. need to buy some equipment for an at-home <laughs> setup. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have an at-home setup at the moment, man. Uh, yeah. But, but we did, we've done a lot of um, stuff, both of us producing. And then one of our singles that we're working on right now also has both of us kind of lead singing. Yeah. It's actually a little bit more me. Yeah, yeah. You take it a little bit. Yeah, it changes so. the, the, the mm. feel of the song, too. And yeah. then we both take turns writing. Yeah. Okay. Like we both write. Sometimes Zach will have a concept, and I'll I'll take it, flip it, and yeah. do my take on it, and then do it, and then vice versa. And yeah. there's been one time we were recording stuff, and Zach was like, "Ah, oh, I'm gonna go write a song right now," and he disappeared for 20 minutes, <laughs> wrote a song on acoustic, and then we recorded a demo with me singing it. So oh, wow. it, I forgot it just kind of depends on the feel. Yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't yeah. have any singular way that we write these songs at the moment. Yeah. 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 So you guys have uh, two songs on Spotify. Go follow yeah. them on Spotify. Blue Dot. Uh, are you thinking about, because the current release structure of music is very quick, very fast. Yeah. Is that yeah. something that, that is in your heads when you're writing and producing and, and all that stuff? Because people just want more of it yeah. all the time. Um, do you want to answer it? Or? Yeah. Uh, well, that kind of was... The whole premise we had going into releasing is we had written and almost fully produced about five songs mm -hmm. with the game plan of releasing one song every month and a half, yeah. Yeah. roughly. 
Um, and we we actually we structured it out to be uh, we were gonna we, we thought about this <laughs> we were gonna release a song and then the next week release some sort of visual element whether it's a music video or a lyric video or something yeah, yeah. and then the next week um, uh, release a podcast episode because we also have a podcast yeah. called Feeling Blue Podcast um, release a podcast episode talking about the process the song the writing that's so cool and then that's the really fourth cool. week. Yeah. We would uh, do promo, do some sort of promotional or merchandise okay. or something like that, um, yeah. and then give it a few weeks and then release something else. That's kind of been the premise. Of course, not having everything goes to plan. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, we one song we were planning on releasing next. Yeah. And then we were gonna we were getting close and we were like ah it's not quite there yet. Yeah. So we right. backtracked to a song that we hadn't touched in a long time, finished okay. it, and decided let's release that one. And so yeah, uh, we've got probably another four or five songs ready in the barrel yeah that we just have to get we have to finish and then get mixed and mastered yeah i was gonna say i think at first we were like wanting to do that plan and i think we found that like like the music video we just did for um for a trip we like kind of took our time to find Mm -hmm. um like the artist who did it and like he's a busy guy and we didn't want to rush him and then like same with the album art for that we're like we had this yeah. idea and it's like we could rush to yeah. like get that taken care of with sure. the time frame but um like we just were kind of like um i think it was like it was killing me for sure to like be so structured with mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and i felt like it took a lot of the like, too- actual feeling of creativity yeah. out of it it does um, i mean and you s- can plan that and then it just, yeah. well, I feel like I've done that too. I'm like, all right, yeah. every four to six weeks. And then it just never happens. Cause it's not, I'm not going to yeah. rush something out there. Yeah. I mean, we're, like, it's like, like, I think the sometimes like, especially if you're on TikTok all the time yeah. and if you're mm-hmm. posting once a day or twice a day, that's hard. Yeah. But, and if you're like, you know, this is the strategy that I should use. Yeah. You just keep getting in your head and you're like, I'm gonna treat myself like a mini record label and that's yeah. just not like what you are like yeah. people that no. have lives you know and and uh i think for me i'm more of like a workaholic i would say like by default mm-hmm. um and but i think like my wife was like you need to slow down and like <laughs> nick was like you should probably not focus like hyper focus so much. Hey, I need you to leave me alone. Because <laughs> you gotta yeah, do so, everything. Like you gotta do everything yourself. That's the, you, especially yeah. being independent. Like yeah. you have to cover all your bases. Yeah. And the yeah. industry is built like a machine, but totally. we're not a machine. Yeah. Yeah. So like, there's gonna be the yeah. slow down process, and I think we've had to learn the. We're in this for the long run. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it, it it's not all gonna happen in a year as much as we want it to. Yeah. It's right. gonna happen I mean, over the next few years. That's how labels, I mean, they used to treat artists. They it's like it's like you're you're your own developing A and R guy. Yeah, exactly. But now they won't even look at you unless you have a certain amount of numbers. Have you guys yeah. ever talked with like smaller labels and stuff like that or like mid sized labels maybe? Yeah, I think we we've like explored that a little bit. We've always yeah. like kind of wanted to I think we're both like we kind of want this to be like ours, ours, <laughs> yeah. because we know we know um, not directly, but um, I know uh, I'm a really good friends with. Well, we're both really good friends with um, this guy that used to play bass in a band called Oli. Okay. He's from our hometown of Olympia, 
and they toured for uh, King's Kaleidoscope. I don't know if you've heard of them. Hmm. Um, they're like wow. in the Christian alternative music world. Okay. Um, but they are like you've never you've probably never heard of them. A lot of people haven't. But if you're like within a certain like niche, they're right. super popular in that niche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they like um, the main guy that does all of it. His name is Chad Gardner. He owns all their stuff, and I just like through knowing all the people around him, I got an insight to what it's actually financially like yeah. to be right. a mid-level artist. But you, instead of the label owning everything or doing you promotion, everything. like yeah. you've built your own. And you know, he makes six figures plus. He makes enough from a tour to and Not he have to work. He puts his money <laughs> into the, job. Yeah, he puts his money into the tour to invest but then he makes enough to pay his mortgage for a year. So it's like, yeah, that's kind of our, you know, however long it takes to get there. Um, but that's kind of yeah. like, if we do this, we're like, we want to try and have it be independent. There's right. a lot of like labels right now that are aware that most artists kind of like us are just like have accepted that we're going to do it all ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, some labels are like, okay, we know that like most artists know that a record label doesn't really do anything anymore besides promotion. Yeah. And And so if, if we were to like be approached and do like a a deal with an artist to do essentially all of the like A&R and promotion, like Uh we would totally consider that. Um, But I think anything else we're like, we kind of, yeah, that's the only way uh, I think I would consider it is if, and people have done it, but it's very rare. I think like Chance the Rapper did it, and uh, yeah. mm-hmm. oh, the white rapper guy, what's his name? He like uh, uh, Macklemore. The, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. It's <laughs> he's like from a, Seattle. He's from he's oh, from yeah. our, our stomping grounds. Yeah. But like distribution only deals are like yeah so hard to come by. You, you gotta have yeah, exactly. you gotta have like millions of fans and all that Literally, stuff and just yeah. everything to show them. But um, so I wanna uh jump over a little bit more to your guys's <clears throat> uh, production and stuff like that. Yeah. Do, you, do you try to incorporate a lot of the live band stuff or is it in the box kind of sounds when you're producing or writing or does it is just whatever, whatever you can get? I feel like we do, we do a, a process typically where we'll like either it's on an acoustic, which is yeah. OG how a lot of this, our songs are written or we'll create a beat and kind of work from there in yeah. a, in a studio and then we come to um, one of our friends has a beautiful home studio that mm. is not a home studio by any means. <laughs> um, he has like a SS, like a sixty-four channel SSL. Oh Jesus! Okay. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in the drum room right now. Time. <laughs> That's ah, also his legit. office. Yeah, you, know yeah. what? You, so, you, you guys are legit. You got drums. Yeah, yeah, we got drums. You know right? what I mean? You got drums. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it takes. Um, and then we'll we'll go from concept and demo, huh. where we'll, we'll do a crap ton of vocal layers and build a choir, this and that, mm-hmm. and then we'll bring it to the studio here and uh, start to work out each piece, yeah, yeah. so we can yeah. get the live music element. Because I don't know the the guy we work with, uh, his name is Pablo Homie. Um, <laughs> he he does a lot of like music engineering, and he <laughs> loves organic sounds. He loves yeah um uh what's what analog gear he, yeah yeah he loves analog oh, he bought, gear he bought the same i don't know if you or anyone listening will like know 
what I'm talking about. He but he bought the same Poltec EQs, like the physical Poltec yeah. EQs that were used by this engineer that I think mastered um, uh, like a Continuum by John Mayer and the scientist like, of all time like, like the same not, oh, not the same like, model, literally like, is literally the same machine. literally the same one that's from hilarious. the guy's studio so Damn. like when you listen to continuum it probably went through the exact same eq so he's like a super big analog gear and he really likes the imperfect sounding. touch yeah. yeah he always i played piano for something he goes man nick got that imperfect touch and i was like <laughs> i don't know if that's a compliment or not <laughs> but I'll, I'll take it i guess that's so funny yeah, so I feel like um, we just kind of, I, I feel like we've been, uh, what's the saying, like flying by the seat of our whatever. Like yeah. I call it one step at a time. It's really yeah, it's really been it's whatever works. Um, <laughs> trying like, to whatever. <laughs> tamp down the anxiety and just do it one step at a time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's kind of the way that we do it now. Just, <laughs> exactly. Just, just, do it today and then maybe tomorrow we'll do something else <laughs> just do like one of these yeah. small pieces yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of so I mean, like yeah go, go ahead sorry yeah i was just gonna say like um so like stuck in between for example was right. all um like uh in the box um as far as like drums and um kind of like i recorded the guitars in a very basic way um except for the solo at the end which we actually recorded here in the studio yeah and it has more of that like live kind of feel, feel. are you in um, ableton yeah i produce ableton? yeah we yeah. we both produce okay. basically exclusively in ableton i try to use logic because i know some people that swear by logic but Can i just I? can't well i guess it's just what you learned on right like i yeah. i learned on pro tools and i switched to logic because just because I feel like Apple has it figured out with as far as just yeah. quickness and easiness, but mm -hmm. I never was able to switch over to Ableton because I feel like it's a genre specific thing. I, I feel like a lot of hip hop, like it, it, yeah. it makes it like the workflow is easier, it but does, it just yeah. doesn't stick in my brain. I don't know, but you probably learned on Ableton. So it's what, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I, um, like I definitely learned on Ableton. I, uh, like that's almost exclusively what I did when I worked for church as I worked in Ableton, right. um, doing like tracks. And at one point I had a master file of hmm. every single song we did at this church. Huh. Yeah, it, was it was literally a, like was 50 to like Jesus. 80 songs at a time. Yeah. And it was just like this giant master file. And then I would edit it like yeah. per weekend. I would edit like, okay, add a course <sighs> here take a chorus out here and i was kind of learning on the fly honestly sure. like most you of got that good at it. there's no one else to do it so i think like <laughs> so <did> that just <laughs> like most people don't when they use ableton they don't see yeah. it kind of like as easily like as far as logic when you see like you know chorus verse right. whatever I but i think because i learned that way yeah I, 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 and you, and you can, so you can record anything like in, in ableton right like for me the big thing was it was all about midi yeah, was able yeah. to, and I feel like that's a huge selling point for MIDI or for Ableton, yeah. obviously. But but you can like record anything you want, just the same way you can do it in Logic, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can record do. audio. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, same, same exact. Shout out to I just learned by watching. It's what he yeah. uses. It's what a lot of our other friends use, and I just watched totally. all the time, and that's how I. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's why I picked up Ableton. I was like, all right, yeah, yeah whatever else is using that. I know. <laughs> Plus they got, again, they do have some pretty awesome live gear as we were talking about before yeah. The, yeah. the push. Yeah. Is I think cool. the, the push is really rad. Um, yeah. It's, fun. it's super fun to use for, um, like the, uh, the session view in Ableton. Yeah, totally. Uh, that's, and that's like its own world. Like that's, like the Ableton and using it producing how we yeah. use it is one thing. And then like the live yeah. aspect. And then you have to like, you have to, or I guess it's all on, it's all in the session. Right. And this is, yeah. this might be a little down a, a weird wormhole, but like trying yeah. to do it live. Do you take the same session from the song and just use it on the push? Or do you have to like export different stems to it? Um, usually I export stems. Cause like I have, when we play live, um, we have like a headphone preamp and we use clicks. Yeah. Okay. Um, so because instead of using like a looper or something, I really yeah. like to have some, like my recording to a click. Yeah. Um, and then that's how I like record my guitar and then bass. Huh. Yeah. And then like, if I am a little off time, I can literally quantize it on the mm -hmm. fly using yeah. the push, which is really cool. Love it. That's um, really cool. It's nice. Sometimes yeah. it stresses you out. You're like, Ooh. Oh, yeah. Although yeah. it works, Although it works. We've, we've recently gotten to the endeavor of like, I'll use the push as a drum machine live yeah. too, which yeah. is fun. But a couple times I have been a little like late on the snare uh -huh. and I quantize it and or early on the snare and the snare is early. <laughs> oh, or it late. goes like, backwards. Or yeah. early or late. And it's so God damn you computers. Live. Um, so we're trying to get better at that. <laughs> and we're doing like, buy you a drink and stuff like that <laughs> and it's like yeah like, oh we're almost there but I, was gonna say, <laughs> I, was again. I mean speaking of like quantization and stuff like that it's when and i'm be this is a very nerdy thing that we're talking about here but but it's it's uh you know like the the, the program you're working with will automatically put the beat on the one yeah. yeah you know or the snare on the you know two or three or whatever but yeah. in was it trip i think or it, mm -hmm. like uh let me give me a look at the thing it, it might be stuck in between but on one of them it feels like the quantization was on purpose it was off on purpose you know what i mean yeah or to get that feeling you know what i mean where, where you oh, can just yeah, like slide sure. it over i think both of them i think make it sound probably more stuck in between yeah like, as i think like from a producer aspect i really right. wanted to go for I remember thinking like when i made the original drum beat i was like i want this to sound like erica badu that's cool. Um, and yeah. so I was like thinking with like the lens of that whole era of hip hop, right. like the quest love. Mm, yeah. Like yeah. he was reading the quest love book at the time. Too. I was, I still am. I haven't finished it. <laughs> uh, side note, quest love just played Madison square garden with John Mayer. Um, uh, yeah. But, uh, anyway, I'm using that as a, as a, uh, segue and do, yeah. um, I just want to shout out, you guys mentioned Plankton and Mr. Krabs and oh, in between. Hell yeah. And like, hell oh. yeah, man. Like that's the shit I grew up on. Like, yeah, the, the whole premise is that's I amazing. Say, I'm not a rapper by trade. Okay. Straight up. I, I've always been a singer, vocalist, yeah, I'm trying yeah, to do yeah. more R and B. But when we kind of started this, we kind of jokingly, I started rapping and it yeah. just stuck. It and works. so I decided I don't, I don't want to take myself too seriously. Yeah. So whenever I'm rapping, I have to say something outlandish. <laughs> I have to say something that's going to be so specific or so weird that yeah. no one's going to think 
the, I'm being serious, or they'll take me seriously and understand the reference. Yeah, yeah, so I, totally. I, it's a weird. I don't know why it, uh, do it, it. works, it's man. Psychoanalyzing people. The rapping <laughs> yeah, works. Yeah, that line. I feel yeah. like Plankton is going insane, obsessed with the crisis formula. You know what I'm saying? Except the formula only is what's up in my brain. I, I think yeah, you yeah. came up with the concept. I Zach was said, like, "What if you said something about Plankton?" And I was like, "Dare, <laughs> bet I will. I will." And it took a few tries, and it, I had to rewrite it a number yeah, of times. Yeah, we literally but, recorded like a whole second half of that verse that was similar, but, but didn't it didn't it didn't quite have it. Yeah. And then when we got it, it stuck. And it's also one of those things where it's like, if you get it, you get it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah I, and that's that was, to me is huge. Oh yeah. There was another line. It might it might have been in that in in between too, where Nick, you said, "I feel like the whitest black kid." Or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, where did you grow up, and where did that line come from? I guess. Ah, man, we're getting I know, into I know. it. It's, I know uh, we're getting into it, but still, so I, it's interesting. We're from uh, Olympia, Washington, which is about an hour south of Seattle, and it's it's a lot more diverse now because so many military live there. But growing yeah. up, I there was not a whole lot of black people. Sure. So I grew up around a lot of white people. I never, I, I didn't look like most people around me. And then when I met people that. Uh, did look like me, we didn't have the same personality type. So I constantly growing up got told, oh, wow, you're the whitest black guy I've ever met, or wow, from both sides. Wow. I heard it from yeah. white people, I heard it from black people, which when you think about it as a kid, that's that's some, you know, I've, I got to process that. I got I to gotta <laughs> yeah. work through that because that's, sure. that's not a great thing to hear. <laughs> um, but I heard it so often, so normal. And so that's where that, that, that premise of that second half of, of Stuck is... Uh, it's me actually like cracking the shell and opening up about yeah. my actual life experiences and what it was like growing up. And that whole, uh, what's that? The, uh, I grew up in white places, or I grew up in white my places with white faces, picket fences and white babies. Yes. And you have the Northwest that kind of shaped me, arranged me. Wasn't yeah. bad, but left me hella confused. I mean, there were some who looked like me, but the number was few. And yeah, I'm kind of articulate, but it got me called the whitest black kid by both the white and black kids. And that's my crisis. Embrace right. or fight this, mentalysis, before I get the arthritis and tinnitus. I guess I'm just... And that's the whole. I did, my man did the whole. Yeah, verse. I did the whole verse. You know what I'm saying? I got, I got locked in there. That's but it's great. that it's that premise of I, I grew up never fitting into any any world because yeah. I didn't look like the people around me, and the people uh -huh. that did look like me, we didn't act the same. And so that's just uh, I realized there are a lot more people of a brown composure mm -hmm. that have a shared experience yeah. that I've never heard anyone talk about. But as I've talked to individuals who are, are mixed like myself, who are half white, half black, yeah. um, they had very similar experiences, especially if you are more articulate and more conversational in the way that I am. Um, and so, yeah, I just, it felt like something that needed to be said that was authentic yeah. to my experience. It sticks out, and man. so it's, we went for it. It's really good. And I didn't know, um, I didn't know if you were mixed. Where are, you, where are your parents from? So uh, I, I'm different than, than what you classically see. So my mom is black and my dad's white. Okay. So my dad is actually from Alabama mm -hmm. and my mom is from California. And wow. I somehow ended up being born in Washington. Uh, <laughs> cool. And my dad's, I've got a complicated family it situation. Is <laughs> it is very complicated, but I love my family. Yeah, but, for uh, sure. yeah my dad is, is much older as well. So I've got an older white dad who he actually, and I, I, I write poetry as well. Awesome. It's a good expressive 
element for me, especially in, in the uh, the way the world has been lately, where everything yeah. is coming out to the service. Um, but my dad was actually, uh, he was born in the segregated South. So my Whoa. dad's born in 1952, Alabama. Uh, he's told me a story of he remembers uh, black kids lived on one side of town across the train tracks and white kids lived on the other side. He remembers the first time he saw a black person. Um, and he remembers when one day he was in high school, I think he was a sophomore or junior, and randomly uh, two busloads of black kids showed up. Mm-hmm. And that was when they desegregated schools and all these black kids showed up and they had to wow. segregate. Um, yeah. So he, he, I've got to, to learn the, the history, the convoluted history that's just within one yeah. generation. Yeah, absolutely. So you got and a so lot of stuff to draw from. Yeah, you got a lot of when stuff to draw it, from and a lot of stuff to process through. Yeah. <laughs> Still working on it. Still working but, uh, on it. Yeah, okay. We're we're wrapping up here. Guys, what Man, um, that was so quick. I know. I know. It's it's ridiculous. Um and again, we can we can have you back on. We can talk forever. We'd love to. Absolutely. So yeah. uh let, let let's do plugs. First of all, I always want to say go follow them on Spotify. It's one of the most yeah. important things you can do as an ind- for an independent artist is literally just follow sure. them on Spotify. Yeah. I think it's just Blue Dot, right? It's not Blue Dot Collective. Uh, uh, yeah, Blue Spotify Dot. Blue Dot. If you look up like one of the titles of our singles, like "Stuck in Between" or "Trip," yes. and then Blue B L E U Dot, it's yeah. a lot easier to Blue find. like the cheese or like Blue Port like on Blue because we're classy like that. And, <laughs> guys are classy, uh, <laughs> and Aiden you. Taylor is great too. Oh my uh, gosh. Trish is featuring Aiden Taylor. Aiden, yeah. my yeah. guy. He, he has music sh- coming out soon. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, if you follow Blue, you'll you'll hear more about Aiden as well. He'll, he's putting out original he's music. He's genuinely one of the best songwriters that yeah. I know and personally have have, have witnessed. Definitely. He can, just the way he articulates stuff is yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so you're in Blue the Collective on spot or um, Instagram, yeah. right? Uh, and, blue, uh, blue dot collective yeah you guys still uh are you doing the tiktok thing once, once twice a day um not as we, much we anymore. chilled out we chilled out uh, a little bit uh, yeah it seems like a lot i mean it's it's so fun at the beginning you yeah. know what I mean? you know the ideas are just insane but yeah but you know it's it, it's a lot it's really yeah after a while a because you're great, yeah we got a lot of great response yeah um yeah on TikTok, just like pursuing there i'm sure we'll do more like uh, but we just try to take it like oh if we have an idea let's do right. it and then, but we tr- we're trying to focus most of our creativity into the actual like music as right. well yeah. the marketing of the music yeah definitely uh and then what uh website you guys have uh yeah if you want to check out our website uh bleu the collective.com cool and guys. we've got our, I'm wearing our merch too. Oh yeah, oh, yeah there you go. Back the merch. And it's, uh, I'll show you the back. Let me see if you can see the back. <laughs> ah, ah. We did it. Oh, cool. Love it. We did like a limited run a couple months ago and we're going to, I think we're going to do another We're going to do run. some more. It's got uh, awesome. quotes from like five of, of our upcoming songs. Upcoming songs. Two of our out songs and one of our upcoming Yeah, yeah. Like it's got quotes of our songs on the back. Yeah. That some of them haven't been released yet, so it's almost like a, a, a Perfect. an egg. Yeah, it's Easter egg. Go go <laughs> yeah, to Blue the Clock. Like, what are those eggs? <laughs> From Easter, you know. <laughs> egg. <laughs> yeah. Um guys, thank you so much again. I'll be uh for the next yeah. fifteen minutes I'll be playing some of your music here on VW Radio. Hell and yeah. uh, they'll probably be spinning your music from now on. So uh, uh thanks oh, to sick. them. That's great. But uh, yeah, thanks again, guys. We'll, we'll have to do this again soon. 
and uh, good luck with everything in the future, man. Yeah, thank you. Thanks we'll so have much. more music to come in the near future. So absolutely, yeah, we'll definitely have to do this again. I would love to uh, bounce some ideas off you guys, and vice versa. Absolutely, way, whatever you guys yeah, have in mind. Sure. I feel like we should stick together as indie artists. Yes, yeah, so. I agree. As indie awesome. artists, yeah. the collaborative process, everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Zach and Nick, thanks again, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Feeling deranged Feelings Get caught in my Feelings Get caught in my Still, anxiety, depression, ADHD is like the gas station bathroom. 23 in me, and I don't mean to be a pessimist, but at times I feel like extra man. Boo boo, poo poo, like ookie dookie on a shoe. And while we're here, my biggest fear is to be a disappointment and spiders. I spent my whole life in white places with white faces, picking fences and white babies. And yeah, the Northwest, it kind of shaped me. Arranged me, it wasn't bad, but left me hella confused. I mean, there were some who looked like me, but the number was few. And yeah, I'm kinda articulate, but it got me caught the whitest black kid by both the white and black kids. But that's my crisis. Embrace it, fight this mentalitis before I get the arthritis and tinnitus. I guess I'm just feeling. Get caught in my feelings Get caught in my dreaming Daydreaming
Oh, oh.